Can I get a oh yeah? Welcome to Podcast My Brand, where we help you launch your branded podcast, get better at the craft of podcasting, grow your audience, and make cash from your show. I'm your host, Elsie, the mayor of Podcast Town. Let's get to it. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. All right, Mr. Julian Hayes the second. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great. I'm pumped up, man. I'm ready to <laughs> run through a wall with that intro. <laughs> ready to go. So tell us a little bit about your podcast and what it's about. Yeah, so I have a podcast. It's called Optimal Health for Busy Entrepreneurs. And it is the marriage of science and business specifically for the entrepreneur and how it's all connected. As entrepreneurs, when we think about fitness, we always think about physical fitness and how we look on the outside. But being a busy entrepreneur, whether it's year one or year 15, there's a lot of mental health, emotional health, spiritual health, and that can make you age a lot quicker. So we tackle all that, hopefully in a way that's refreshing while still introducing a lot of new concepts that you may not have heard of. Very, very interesting. Now, one thing that I'm always curious about, I call this podcast rain. Now, podcast rain is things that happen to you or for you because of your podcast. Give us one quick podcast rain story, something that happened and you're like, where did that come from? Oh, man, I think this might sound weird. I was going to say some of the guests that I've had on so far, but I think actually it's more personal development. And... I've become a lot more confident in just speaking and I can just go on long monologues because I've gotten so used to talking to myself sometimes because I do these solo episodes. And so as a person, I'm a lot more confident talking and speaking now, which is very unexpected because I come from the writing world. Got it. So I like two things. I like to give people hard hitting tips and tricks that they can use to grow their show. But I also like to have fun because who doesn't like to have fun? So I have a segment. It's called Guess That. Are you ready to play Guess That, Julian? Let's do it. All right. Guess That is when I think of a person, place, or thing, and you ask me questions in order to figure out what the person, place, or thing is. Are you ready? Hey, let's see. All right. I am thinking of a person. Okay. Who is this person? Yes, that's all you get. <laughs> no, I will not answer that. <laughs> I was just tricking you, Steve. <laughs> nice try, though. I thought about it for a second. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> Let's see. Is this person alive? No. Is he uh, a leader? Yes, I guess. Okay. What's he known for? He's a sports figure. Or he was a sports figure. He was a sports figure. And what sport? Basketball. Uh, Michael Jordan? No. Oh, uh, okay. Close, though. What team did he play for? Oof, you're really good at this. He played for the Lakers. Magic Johnson. Very close, though. Kobe Bryant? Very good. You're good at this game, Julian. <laughs> it's a lifetime of just asking questions. That you get in trouble with as a little kid because they tell you you're too smart to be asking these questions to grown folks. But then as an adult, it serves you well. Yes. And I totally didn't do this on purpose, but it's a really good skill for a podcaster to have to be able to ask questions 
on the fly to arrive at a conclusion or to have the guests feel like they came to the conclusion, but you really guided them to it. So yeah, that works out. <laughs> Interesting. It's a very good point. <laughs> so one of the things that I always like to ask other podcasters is what are some of the things that you do or have done to get better at the craft of podcasting? Listen to a select few podcasts and listen to how they conduct their interviews. Not to copy it, but just to see how they ask questions, how they lead the conversation, the types of questions they ask. One thing is they're always open-ended questions. And it seems like just from listening to them, they go based on what they're really curious about. So, So just that whole process and then applying it to things that I feel comfortable doing as well. So that's probably the top thing is just to listen to their shows. And then also the second thing is to kind of as a podcaster, just produce and just patiently execute and kind of just put my head down. I'm not at a hundred episodes yet. So I'm not really taking a deep analysis yet until I get to a hundred episodes. Got it. So question for you. So you're talking about listening to other podcasters, sort of gleaning from things that they do and how they conduct their interviews. What's the balance of doing that and not losing your unique approach? Well, I think first having the intention. So know why I'm studying these other podcasters, knowing what specifically am I looking for. So I know my core values. So you have to know yourself first. And so I know what unique things I want to bring to my show. And that's the foundation. So that's always going to stay there as like the foundation of a house. But when I just like putting pictures up and TV stands and all that good stuff, that's kind of what I look at when I go into outside that that can be rearranged. Very good answer. You can tell that you're a podcaster. That's what makes this show so fun. It's like I'm talking with other podcasters. So I'm like, I'm always geeking out. Very, very good answer. Okay, Julian, this is one of my favorite parts of the show. Are you ready for some trivia? Always. And it's really my favorite part because I get to play this. Runs Podcast Town. I never get tired of hearing that at all. Okay, so I am going to give you questions from six categories. I'll let you choose from history, general, arts, entertainment, science, or geography. I want to challenge myself. Let's do geography. Okay. Geography. What Notting Hill Road is home to London's most famous antique market? My man, this is bad. I hope none of my English friends are listening to this because I went to London a few years ago. Oh, man. Is there lifelines? There are no lifelines. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Notting Hill I don't know. I can't think of it. The correct answer is Portobello Road. Oh, I would have missed. There's no way I would have got that. All right, let's do another one. So would you like to do geography again or arts, general, history, entertainment, or science? That geography question was tough. We're going to do history. Let's try history. All right. Which country saw the Mau Mau uprising? Which country saw the Mau Mau uprising? And I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Mau Mau uprising. China? That is incorrect. One more shot. Oh, oh, man. (laughs) Mau Mau uprising. 
Is it in Asia? I can't give you hints. I just I was just seeing. <laughs> I don't know. Taiwan? The correct answer is Kenya. Oh, I was way off. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. One more. <laughs> one more. I want to see you get one. Okay. I'm gonna pick the category if that's okay. Okay. I'm gonna pick entertainment. And the question is who won an Oscar for her portrayal of a young dancer in the movie Black Swan? Who won an Oscar for her portrayal of a young dancer in the movie Black Swan? I didn't even know there was a movie Black Swan. Oh, man. They're probably like, what does this guy do? What is his spare time? Let me think of some actresses. So Black Swan, it's a dancer movie. So she needs to be short, probably. Ballerina dancer, I think. Natalie Portman. That's your final answer? That's my final answer. That is correct. <laughs> that was fun. And not that I wanted to put you through the torture, but I wanted you to get one right before we moved on to the next segment. Of all things, I got something about a movie I've never heard of. I just thought of like short actresses that could go as a ballerina in my head. And she's the first one that came up. Yeah. So the other thing as a skill in podcasting is being able to think on your feet, right? It's a part of it. Right. It's just like a freestyle. It's like a jazz solo. When I first launched my podcast, I enjoyed editing. But as my podcast show grew, I wanted to spend my time doing things that grew my business. Enter the podcast house. They make podcasting easier by providing you with affordable podcast production and editing services. You focus on content and building your audience and they look after the mixing and editing. It's fast, reliable, affordable, and no contracts. All right, cool. So what are some of the ways that you've, in your path or journey as a podcaster, how have you grown your audience? Oh, man. One, just putting good content, first and foremost, because I'm actually still rather behind when it comes to sharing my episodes and remembering to do that because I love to produce. So the first thing is just creating good content and focusing first and foremost on producing good content and doing good interviews and also making myself readily accessible. So I encourage listeners to email me or reach out on social. Most of the time it's through email. So that's been one of the big things. I guess another thing just is another organic way is just getting guests on there, pretty good guests. So I've had Tony Horton on there. I've had various startup founders and even actresses. And so that's helped as well to bring in different audiences that kind of reflects who I'm picturing myself being. Got it. So what are some of the top ways? And a lot of times people only look at cash or money. And I know that's one of the things that we talk about, but there are other ways to get value from a podcast. What are some of the ways you get value from your podcast? Yeah, for me, first and foremost, I started this podcast as a way to build relationships. And so that's been my main priority for the first 66 episodes now. And so I just wanted this to make relationships. So when the world opens up, I have a much easier way to network. I have circles that can really learn about my services. So that's been my main thing is to build the relationships. And it's much easier because I come from a world, I wanted to service a world that I didn't really have any initial connections in. And so I couldn't call them, say, Hey, I want to learn about you. Introduce myself for five minutes. I would say, no, I'm too busy. But if I send a nice email, I want to interview you for 60 minutes. And we have a interview that's maybe 40 minutes. And then we get to learn about each other for 20 minutes. And you built that trust even more 
because you're seeing each other face to face and having a conversation, then that's a win in my situation. So the cash, that's secondary. So when I think about a podcast, you don't make money a lot of times from the podcast itself, but you do make money through your podcast, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you look at us, for example, I reached out, don't remember exactly when that was, and you were on my show, and then you were one of the speakers at the summit, and now here we are. So it builds those relationships. So it it definitely is a fantastic way to build relationships for sure. Yeah. And I think it's another way. It's almost like a different type of business card now. And it's a way for you to have a voice and people learn about you. And when they look you up now, because a lot of times you'll connect with someone on LinkedIn, you'll connect with someone wherever, or they'll see your email or whatever. The first thing they're going to do is Google you and see what is this guy up to? What does he produce? Is he really about what he say he's about? Yeah, for sure. I've had potential clients that they listen to the other podcasts and things that I've done before they even pick up the phone or send that email. And I'm like, I'm glad I did everything I could to make as good as I could because you never know. People are checking you out. Yeah. I had an email, I think, to get interviewed on a podcast on something that was created maybe three years ago. So this stuff that we create, it's timestamped forever. It's not going anywhere. Exactly. So Julian, you strike me as a person that is a man of integrity, a person who is honest and truthful. So this next segment might be a little difficult for you because I'm going to ask you to tell me three things about yourself. Two of those things are going to be true. And one of those things are going to be a big fat lie. Hmm. So three things, two of them true and one of them a big fat lie. And I'll give you a second to think and then we'll play. Okay. I told you a second. (laughs) (laughs) I was getting into the song. Anytime I hear music, I start to catch a little rhythm. That's part of my trick. Lull them to sleep with the music and then they forget to think about the actual three things. All right. I am ready. Okay. Let's see here. I know how to salsa dance. Okay. I've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones. Okay. And I'm learning Brazilian Portuguese. I'm going to go with, I think you're a salsa dance guy. You've definitely seen Game of Thrones. I want to say Brazilian Portuguese. That's the lie. No. (sighs) Okay. You are not learning salsa. That's wrong. Man, I suck at this game. So what's the deal? You've never seen Game of Thrones? Never. Not even once. (laughs) Not even a second. What in the world? What's funny is I haven't either. So so that's not too rare. I just know that's a popular show. So I was like, let me throw this popular show out there because I know everyone watches that. Wow. So that went by really fast. Julian, thank you so much for your time and dropping those nuggets in between the fun. That is what the throwdown is all about. So thank you so much, sir, for your time. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm actually jealous of this format. This is fun. Thank you. I appreciate that. So if people want to reach out, you said that you're accessible. That's part of the way that you grow and get value from your show. How can they reach out? Yeah. So you can go to theartoffitnessandlife.com and you'll see everything there. You'll see the podcast and everything. But the podcast, Optimal Health for Busy Entrepreneurs is at every major listening outlet. And if you just want to directly email me and say, how can you never have seen Game of Thrones? 
then you can just email me at julian at theartoffitnessandlife.com. Now I'll listen to your reasoning on why I should watch it, but I'm probably not going to watch it. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Julian. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us on this edition of Podcast My Brand. If you got value from the show, join our email list for show updates and exclusive tips on building trust, growing influence, and increasing authority with your podcast brand. Thanks again, and we'll talk with you next time.